This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Tunker. I'm Jay Baylor. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order mm. of release. This week, we're, I don't know, ripping drug dealer dudes off and hanging out by the beach. Are having, we? Having some brewskis. Oh, cold all while, all while recording uh, punk albums being oh. dissatisfied with life as we watch spine 362 in the criterion collection border radio from 1987 directed by three people three but people. first rj yeah how, how are we doing this week we, uh, what do you mean we the, the royal we the royal we yeah i yeah uh, where, where are we at at this point in time i got that hole filled oh which hole proverbial hole like the the hole in the uh, ozone life you're oh the ozone layers yeah Shit, no that, I that hole i was digging for like a month finally i finally dug the stuff out i feel like you've been digging that hole for, for a very long time well there's a lot of dirt jared there's a lot of dirt do you very need very long time well i got it uh dug got some uh paper down got uh some gravel on it i graveled it jared you know yeah. about gravel yeah did, did you salt the earth? I mean, I did something to the earth. Ew. You know what I mean. <laughs> some some onanism? Hey, did you know that spiders are attracted to propane? I did not know that. You know how I learned that? Um, because where you keep your propane, uh, you had an entire community of spiders? Yeah, a horrifying one. That's right near where the widows live. Oh, there's like multiple communities? There's mo- well, they're not all the same spider. I saw all... at least three different kinds. Are they all vying for uh, top spider? Top top propane quality. Why I mean, why did this never come up on uh, King of the Hill? I don't know. Like uh, Texas has to have some pretty gnarly spiders. They probably definitely do. I mean, it is kind of a, a little deserty. I think down that. Yeah. Way. Well, because, like, I was cleaning our barbecue to put it away for the season, right? And uh, I, I saw some horrifying spiders, and I was telling Andy about it. And she looked into it, and she's like, the internet said that uh, t- spiders are attracted to the smell of propane. So they, they crowd it. They crowd the tank. Jared, they crowd the tank. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? And then we all lose. Hmm. All of us. So that was really scary. I hate spiders, man. <laughs> Uh, I know I talk about that a lot, but I really hate him. Dear, dear listener of the show, Lawrence has been sending me photos of his uh, spider problems. You some, gotta tell him to keep that some, shit to himself. Some some real monsters. Where, which side of town does he live on? Oh, he's in Liventown, RJ. He lives in a little place called Coldale. Oh yeah. Well, he he's got to have way gnarlier stuff out there because uh, AKA Spider Town. Spider Town. <laughs> Um, well, there's probably like lots of, uh, well, there are lots of open fields, right? Lots of open fields, lots of nooks, lots of crannies. Does he have a well by his house? I don't know. <laughs> Damn. I bet he's got a well or something, mm-hmm. but, uh, what, yeah. Like if, a propane well? Maybe. Maybe. But, uh, well, how do you fare, f- feel about that? About like spiders? when you see the spider stuff. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I would prefer not to see them, but I also don't think about it too much. Maybe you're not thinking about it enough. Maybe. I wonder. I wonder. Well, anyways, I I'll, I, I'll, I'll, I'll let them live their life. I'll, I'll live mine. No. Kill everyone. Uh, wow. By any means necessary. Jared. Okay. You know what I mean? Sounds like you should run for government office. 
I, I could probably get elected with, uh, with, prime with, minister with. of uh, Italy. Wah, wah. Uh, hey, I was going to ask you, do you have underground sprinklers at your place? Uh, not here, no. No? Damn. No. We got undergrounds. I got to get them blown out. Better do it. I know. Do, I know. You, you don't have a neighbor who's got like With a, an air compressor? Yeah, then you can just get it done. I think I can Other borrow. Pay, pay somebody to do it. I think I can borrow one. I also have a headlight out. Do you know how to change a headlight? Yeah. Well, it depends where it is. It's on the front of the vehicle. Well, like, it depends on how, where the access point of removing the casing is. I think it's in the hood. Is how new, You're going to have a fairly not new car, right? It's a 2008. Uh, you could look it up. YouTube it. YouTube so, it? I'm, I'm sure okay. someone's got some instructions. It's a real easy fix. Okay, so I got to... This weekend, you're going to come over. We got to blow out the sprinklers. We got to change a headlight, and then we got to haul some dirt to the dump. Are and, you in? And kill spiders. Well, that's that's constant. Like during all these activities, you have to do that all the time. <laughs> you have been noticed. So I park like like I don't know a foot or two away from my garage door, and because uh, I'm not like in the garage or anything. When I come out, there's like spider webs between the garage door and the hood of my car. Now this is like this is a big distance, and it's like how are they getting over there? Like, uh, like strings, you know, because I kept walking through it like for a couple of days and I was like, what the hell is this? I think and they then... want, I think they want, I think they want revenge because like they know you're a monster and you're killing them. So they're going to get you. Well, maybe they're going to, they know... they're, they're, they're going to web up the inside of your, your device. They don't know. They don't understand what it is, but they know mm-hmm. that's where they can get you. So they're, they know... se- they're setting something up to just and crawl it through. Fails, eventually they'll start like, if they really think it through. They'll like think that you're like, aha, swat this way, but it's like, no, it's exactly what you, we've wanted you to do. And then we've got to watch it from above. Mm. But you know, obviously though, RJ, secretly, I'm rooting for the spiders here. I'm sure you are, but you know what happens <laughs> once I fall? What do you think is going to happen to this community that you we are both members of? Are you talking? About I am the, the last about, one standing. Are you talking about the Discord? I I don't know about such. There's going to be Discord, all right. You know what I mean. <laughs> or or rejoicing, that'll be my app. Well, rejoice, it'll be the hottest Christian app, social ooh. media site you've ever seen. What happens on that thing? Uh, lots of praise, lots ooh. of prayer, lots of worship. Yeah. Blessing. Yeah. Well, I like all. Of, I like the sounds of all. Hallelujah. Oh man. That's, yeah. I Any it. snacks? Uh. Uh, on your own dime, pal. This ain't Damn. a charity. Damn. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Good. That's fine. Sweet. How are you Discord. doing, though? I, I I think I'm fine. You think you're fine? I don't know. There was something up, I was... You, you got a hole, Doug. You're killing spiders. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just trying to beat the clock here, because uh, we're in what uh, some of the old folks would call problematic words, summer. You know what I mean? Where we get a sudden burst. I, I, of, I, think, I think last year you said it. Last, uh, you said it. I think I was then. quoting. I think I, I was I, quoting I, Stephen King <laughs> because he uses that word quite a bit. Every year, it's not RJ saying it. It's someone. It's some other source. No, it's not me. Oh. It's not me. It's not me. I'm just quoting you. what other people say. Yeah. But the sentiment is hot. the same. Where it's fucking hot. Why is it? Why is it? Burst. Why is it 31 degrees Celsius at the end of September? It really sucks ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is, that, is that the technical term as well? It's, it is. It sucks ass. It sucks ass. Well, I told you, we just got to fall for 
the year. Is this for the Ian? whole year? Is this Ian's fault? Ian? Ian who? Ian. Big big Ian. Hurricane Ian. Is, it, is, oh. is he disrupting things? Well, uh, up here we had Hurricane Fiona. Well, we had phone, Fiona out, out east, up in our neck of the woods in yeah. Canada. But uh, d- down south, they're uh, they're having a reckoning with uh, mm. another hurricane. Apparently, there's another one forming, a, a real cyclone. Well, so that Al Gore was on to something, maybe. Well, he tried to tell you. He tried to tell you, Jared. I, I mm. saw. I think I saw that in theater, RJ. Al Gore? An Inconvenient Truth. Oh. I think I've seen like half an hour of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I know uh, I know the deal. I, I know what's up. I don't, I don't know if I recommend watching it. I feel like uh, we've come a long way. Since then? Yeah. In terms of, there's probably a better way to get that information, but maybe not. Because no one, I don't think, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people have tuned that out. And they're just, they're just ready to, waiting, <laughs> waiting for that tide to come. And just wash us all away. Well, I mean, as, it, long, either... as long as the price of gas is uh, low, then it doesn't matter what happens. Uh huh. Well, it's either it's either that or Russia, but I don't know. Like, I feel like this. I might be wrong here, but are you ever kind of like just do it already? Like, if it's gonna happen, just do it. Do it. Come on. Just do, just it. do it already. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like that. Yeah. It's just like my opinion, though. What are you doing, Jared? What are you doing over there? Fuck, I don't know. Getting coughed um, on? Actually, no, not yet. But no. I got. I am now bivalent. Uh, I got my. I don't think you're allowed to say that word anymore, man. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those canceled words. Is it? Uh, yeah. Do you have any idea what you just said? Do you have any idea how you just offended the people of uh, who, who Zimbabwe? Been, who been vaccinated for the fruit time? Oh shit! Get them! I hate fruit flies. They're pesky. I had a I had a house fly just coming at me yesterday. Now here I was peacefully trying to just paint some minis, and this thing just dive bombing me. Uh, yeah, house flies are shit very, too. V- lots of aggression. Did you spray him? I don't know. He, he went away. No. Well, this is kind of frustrating because we had fruit flies for a while and they really pain in the ass, but we haven't had them for the last two weeks. So how, why the sudden fruit fly? I don't know. It's too hot outside for them too. Well, yeah, I mean that, it's got to be the rationale. That fucking Al Gore. Yeah. This is all his fault. So yeah, RJ, I got a, yeah. I got another needle in my arm. I saw that out of eligible people, only two percent are going for that fourth go. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, this is technically for some people their fifth go. I, their fifth go? Yeah, this is their fifth shot. Um, I, this is my fourth because I got the first three. I got that one back in December, and yeah. then uh, in April I got the vid, and yeah. then uh, I'm like figuring, well, well, we'll see what happens. This one supposedly targets the. the prevalent the new uh, one well not even the new one the old one but it's not but it's not the og one it's just, uh. it's just that omicron and so i'm like you know what i'm around ten thousand people a day uh during yeah. my work week I'll, I'll 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 go get this shot so my arm was sore and that's it sore did you get diarrhea i did not no lucky no. you lucky you yeah Is i that... mean i didn't either i just <laughs> you've heard I, I hear like whenever people you, do anything, you, you hear a lot of things. Yeah, I do. I do. do. People do people just come up and tell you, buddy? I just got a shot. 
I just shit my pants. Yeah. It's like, because you got the kind of face, the kind of face that needs to hear that. People do tell me lots of stuff, uh, like things that it's so, like, I don't, so you, you shouldn't say, tell me so these you things. Say they, so you say. I don't, I don't find that I'm that approachable. Like, I don't know why people tell me so much stuff, mm-hmm. but people do tell me lots of things. And it's just like, uh, I don't know. It's weird. And I don't know. It's just working with people. Like today I, I went out for lunch, Jared. You Wednesdays. went out for lunch, man. Well, not out, but well, like look me at Mr. And, uh, Rockefeller here. Me and some associates, uh, we get food on Wednesdays sometimes, and we take turns getting the meals. Uh, but then I was eating it, and then like seven different people, hey, where's mine? <laughs> anyway, seven. seven, seven, seven different people. Why is it that you, when how we come go, you didn't get any for me? How is it that uh, you and I go, and uh, no one ever says that? But these are people I work with, Jared, that know me. Uh, oh, when, so we, they're, when they're, you and they're, I, they're mooches. When you and I are at Arby's, those people are also there to eat. They can buy their own food. Yeah. I'm just talking about people like passing me in like the break room, being like, hey, where's mine? Ugh. And I was like, go well, buy your own. A bunch of Fuckers. assholes. <laughs> I mean, they're just like making small talk, but. Yeah. Do you, do you have but to I, make small talk a lot? Can we make no talk? I mean, I hard when where i work you have to be around people like all the time this is the jail right yeah it's at the county jail mm-hmm. i'm in charge uh, i'm in charge of um proctology and uh, colonics jared's a big colonic guy you know about that mm-hmm. what, do, what do they put up in there to clean well, it out just so people are aware um upon reminding rj that a month or so from now when we have our skip week he's, oh, he's i got, needed no reminding he, he's, he's got uh, an appointment booked yeah it's very important it's very important that you clean clean every part of you mm. every even, part even the parts you can't see well i mean someone's gonna see it eventually right mm-hmm. like when you die they're <laughs> gonna look like <laughs> the coroner yeah yeah they're gonna have a peak don't you think mm-hmm. stan brackish style I mean, I hope not, but it's like, I know someone's going to, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll say, which man, is this, too bad. This guy hit a lot of Arby's. And I'll say, jealous much? <laughs> <laughs> For, from heaven. <laughs> well, yeah, where else are you going to say it? That's where you're going to say it. Yeah. Well, RJ. Yeah. I don't mind telling you. Yeah. One email. <laughs> One. Shit. We did it. We've. We we we've, we've killed we've killed the the town. It's done. We have finally put an end to it. Well, you know what it is? It's the Discord. Yeah, it serves the the purpose of putting people in contact. They don't need us as the in between anymore. Yeah, they, they can just chat with one another, entertain one another. Well, and things that like people would maybe write in about, they're just sharing on the Discord now, mm-hmm. Jared. Like what? Yeah. Like what? What gets shared on there? Yeah, so many things. So many things. Do you scoops. know about scoops? I think I think we might have the finest movie scoops page on the internet. No, it's it's a scoop, all right. It's a scoop. Yeah, the scoops are good. The foods and snacks, it's pretty uh pretty terrific, if you ask me. That one's uh booming. How about that uh, hot dog blizzard? Uh, was uh that just posted from Sugarhead? Uh, or who posted a, the hot dog blizzard? I can't remember, but I saw it. Hmm, let's see. Yeah, Sugarhead, Hot Dog Blizzard. Yeah. That's pretty good. I think I might, while we're on air, because no one's here, Yeah, I might post something into the Discord right now. Yeah. Right now, Drew. Letting them know. 
letting them know that uh, this is live. Where should I put this? This is probably that's Creepsville. Is it going to be Creepsville? That is the town square. Yeah, there. Here's something for the town square. It's uh, appropriate because we're moving into spooky month, spooky season. Some people call it. Yeah, folks. Just remember that in uh, two weeks there will no there will be no emails because we'll be ghoul schooling. You're gonna have to remind them. Well, it, actually, it won't matter because based on this week, we're not gonna have any emails. That's true. Anyways. That's true. Yeah. When are you uh, post? Are you going to post a, a Creeptober list, or are you just going to do make do a, a I, list? I, that no you do? rules. No, I don't. I don't want to have to follow anything. I got my own personal list. Okay. Kind of like my personal Jesus. Picking up the uh, theme here, RJ. I see. I yeah. see. So, are you uh, going for Catholic horror only? No. Oh. Uh, it's all over the place. A little bit of some rewatches, some a lot oh. of new, new stuff. Uh, yeah, let's see how it shakes out. Anything big? <laughs> Thick. Oh, oh! I think the longest movie. Actually, I, I threw something in my list that I thought was a movie, but turns out to be a, a TV se- series, which oh, is like, it's like 180 minutes, and it's like, oh, I don't want to watch that. Oh no! Which one's that? Uh, Firestarter 2 rekindled. Ooh. Yeah. One of the big dogs. <laughs> I can my list is done. I, I might make my list live. Should I make it live, Jarrett? You can go you can do whatever you want. We don't have any uh And then when I watch something emails. good, you'll add to it and then you'll watch it next year maybe. That's uh I do have I have a, a stock pool creep list that I pull from each year. And I usually the only thing that I decide now is just what's easily available to me. That's the only way I'm picking things now, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was going to watch Firestarter 2, but let's see what it is. Firestarter 2 is 168 minutes. Holy cow, that sounds incredible. Yeah. And I'm sure there'll be some covert Netflix release of like a horror series that everybody will be watching, and you'll be like s- swept into it. Well, I, I know Unsolved Mysteries is coming back in october and it was loggable one year but i just looked and it's all gone they took them all down i think right because i think i did i was adding them to creeptober as they were going there's gonna be a uh, a new dahmer i saw new dahmer you know about dahmer i've heard about it yeah there's gonna be a new dahmer on netflix in a couple weeks isn't that on already no that's the dramatization like do you remember yeah i was telling you that conversations with the killer like an actual documentary the one dude who did he did Bundy, and then a couple months ago, he did Gacy. So now there's a Dalmar one coming out of this guy. These are good. They're well done, I think. Yeah. But I don't know. All right, I'm doing it. I'm making it live, Jarrett. We're doing it live. Doing it live. Well, let's, let's, let's read Justin Peterson's email to us oh, okay. live. Yeah. Creeping into hurricane season. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jarrett and RJ. What's happening? Hope everyone in Florida stays safe as this latest hurricane comes rolling in with lots of wind and rain. Then gets the heck out of here for my youngest son's space-themed bounce house. Sixth birthday Ooh. party. Yes, I like that. The, the, that sounds cool. Carolinas are, uh, are by that Atlantic. If you could have any theme bouncy house for your birthday, Jarrett, what would your bouncy <laughs> house theme be? <laughs> Something with Freddy. Freddy? Yeah, why not? What about Frasier? <laughs> like a Niles, uh, like the, 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 the blowy snoodly guy. Yeah, yeah, like, but would you be walking into the mouth of Niles? Is that how you enter? Or no, it like... it'd be the mouth of of Fraser. Of Fraser, okay. Yeah. Fraser Crane. Okay. Fraser Crane. Yeah. Uh, how do, like... how how can we in, uh, incorporate uh, Daphne 
into the, the matters. Daphne and would Ross. be like, well, Ross. yeah, you gotta have Roz. You gotta yeah. have Roz. And what about the dad and the what was his dog's name? Again? Eddie. Eddie. Yeah. Fuck. Why do I remember these things? Everyone knows, or everyone watched Frasier. Man, it was uh, scrambled eggs. Well, yeah, it was tossed salad and scrambled eggs. Frasier was a national treasure for a long time. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong, nothing with, wrong that. with that. So, anyways, so what yeah, we're we talking we're, about. We're, hope, we're hoping, JP, that uh, these hurricanes. Oh yeah. Cool it. Yep. It's fine. I have lived in Chucktown, South Carolina, my whole life, and just recently heard the official notice we get to start storm prepping involves an elevated. Coburg cow ad statue being taken down when there is a word of a storm heading in. Check out the links. Coburg cow Charleston. You hear about this, that, RJ? Uh, oh, it's one of those sig- cows. Oh, it's, it's an actual cow? Uh, you'll see. These things, I think if it's the same kind, these are apparently... Mm, no, there's like a milk carton there. There's this like cow sculpture that you can find in all kinds of places and i think it's the same cow it's the same fiberglass cow that gets painted up differently all over the place like all over like north america one of the i think it looks it looks pretty similar i could be wrong but uh one of these guys i know in town he uh went on like a big road trip with his wife some years ago and he was just like documenting these everywhere he went Mm. Uh, I mean that's kind of cool. I would follow that. Yeah. I the urgency in this post is pretty wild. Charleston people who need an update and rely on the Coburg cow to tell them she is coming down tomorrow. I repeat, the Coburg cow is coming down tomorrow. May God have mercy on your souls and enjoy the hurricane parties. Hurricane parties. What's a hurricane party? I guess it's when you uh, can't go out and you just hang out inside and. I don't know. Keep using social media until you can't get to the internet anymore. What if uh, what if the hurricane knocks out uh, global internet? Whoops! And power. Whoops! Then we what? got. Then that's the biggest party of them all, RJ. Uh, do you think the purge is going to happen down there? Well, it could happen everywhere if it's global. Well, I mean, there there would be pockets that would be protected from the purge. And like, and and I'm here for it. I know you are. But I feel like, I don't know, I feel like Coldale would be fine. <laughs> Other than the spiders. Yeah, that, because they're the ones keeping everyone in line. Someone would go to break a window and the spider would kind of put up a little leg and just go, Because <laughs> they got tiny little mouths. They say, <laughs> the, little, the little things. They say, not in our town, no. Buster. No, and then they go back hide in their little hidey hole, <laughs> waiting yeah. for prey. Or their bones collapse and then they did you know sp- some spiders can uh fly <laughs> i saw this in science journal jared they can like it's really weird they can like they're they have like hollow chambers in their body and they can regulate how air passes through it and they can like like hover and stuff is that flying though well i mean it, it hovers if a breeze catches them right they they can probably like okay. come right at you it's you know sweet. what i mean all right just in case spiders weren't scary enough. What else is going on with that cow? Goat movie question of the week. Yeah. yeah. Which is not a cow. Uh, um, I am very excited movies. to be podcasting about one of my favorite movies tonight. Being John Malkovich. Which gets more amusing each time I see it. So what are that John Cusack guy's best flicks? Not identity, that's for sure. Uh, what about Cell? Cell? Have you ever seen Cell, Jarrett? Uh, I have. 
And I, is it your favorite movie? No. Well, I mean, I know it's your favorite, like, Stephen King adaptation. It's my favorite thing, RJ. Come on. I know it is. <laughs> my favorite thing. Like, thing. There's, like, no, there's no person or mm-hmm. animal, uh, mm-hmm. plant, uh, element that I like more than cell. Yeah, just, just it's cell. Yeah, cell. Cell. <laughs> John Cusick's a cartoonist. Samuel Jackson. Just like, it. just like it's you. Incre- it's incredible. Just like you. You're in- a cartoonist too. Incredible. Yeah. I'm, a, yeah. I'm, a, I'm actually more of a a, a mini fig uh, artisan. Oh, I thought you were gonna say I'm more of an in cell. In cell. Yeah, in cell. Let's take a look at uh, John Cusick's filmography. Cuse. Yeah. Cuse. Cuse, as they call him. Igor is pretty good. Igor. You should watch Igor this uh, Creeptober. Jeez. Oh, no, I'll just watch Cell again. <laughs> is that where you're, you're just going to watch Come Cell on. every day? Yeah. Over and over. Over and over. I, I mean, I think Bean John Belkovich is easily the best, but uh, I'm going to hit you. I'm going to say Gross Point Blank. Yeah, I've never been a fan of that movie, actually. That's not surprising. I don't know. I, You're I more of a that, serendipity that... kind of guy. <laughs> oh, oh, oh boy, you know me so well. Um, I know. Let's see here. What do we got? Boy, the the last couple decades haven't been kind to JC. Oh yeah, you the, the other JC. In... Oh yeah, both of them. Uh, you should see him in that Brian Wilson movie, Love and Mercy. He's he's looking pretty stretched out in that bad boy. Just click on that poster, and you can see. See the banner at the top. You can see he looks like he's standing in front of a fan. See, I've never. You know what? I always forget. I've had. I've yet to watch Maps to the Stars. That Cronenberg movie. I have two. All, all. I don't know if you saw, but all the Cronenbergs got added to Crave not too long ago. Okay. Like Maps to the Stars, Cosmopolis. Like ones that I've never seen. I was like, I should watch these fucking movies. It's too late now. Fourteen oh eight's fine. Yeah, it's. It's got a ch- cheesy uh, quality that's okay. enjoyable. What would what do you prefer, uh, the ice harvest or frozen ground? Man, how can you pick between a diamond and a pearl? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go with the ice harvest because that's a movie I've actually seen. Okay. I can't say the same about frozen ground. What about Runaway Jury? It's great. What about Pushing Tin? Oh, who doesn't love Pushington? God, that was a that was a five dollar DVD at grocery stores for many years. A comedy about losing control. Yeah, he uh, yep. that that came out just before being John Malkovich. Man, what a year he had! Hey. But also in the same uh, year, we had being John Malkovich, and just like you know, two thousand high fidelity. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're a high fidelity guy. I am. You? I think that'll be my yeah. pick uh, for for some good old Cusack action, and then always uh, an opportunity to say, "Oh, how O'Connor with John Malkovich." I mean, yes, and a, Nick Cage, and Steve Buscemi, and who else? Ving Rhames. Yeah, you can't. O- leave o- uh, O'Brien himself, Cole Meany, Miles O'Brien, Miles O'Brien. Holy cow! Dave Chappelle, remember yeah, him? Dave Chappelle's in that one. Remember, remember Danny Trejo? I do. Yeah. Who Who could forget? Who could forget? Who could forget? Yeah, it's good stuff. Hot tub time machine. 
my brother-in-law was in was a uh, in the background of that movie. It's pretty cool, right? Not bad. Yeah. Pretty pretty neat. Oh, you haven't seen Hot Tub Time Machine? I have not. Oh, that's too bad. Creepsville's finest eats. Uh oh. Ever been to Original Joe's, RJ? <laughs> uh. Every yeah. Every night. Uh, well, actually, Fridays. I usually, right after work, me and some work associates usually go there for uh, for a cold one. So I'm there frequently. So, mini stuffed Yorkies. Yeah. Sounds I've like some that. animal cruelty going on there, JK. Mm. It's consensual. The poutineery? Poutineery? Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's, I was like, the way he wrote it, I was like, is that something on the menu? They have a they have a poutine section. Um, I where see. There's like four or five different kinds of poutine. Because we had a restaurant, the poutinery. Mm-hmm. We did. The big pig sounds like a gut buster, and I've never had barbecue with gravy. Uh, it's it's not as weird as you would think. I've no. had I've had some uh, like pulled pork uh, poutines. It's not like they don't sauce up the pork a whole lot. Not really. The gravy takes over. I'd say. Cinnamon bun cheesecake and a mm. couple lawnmower yard loggers because it's been one of those kind of days. Yeah, yeah. I know my order. I get the same thing every time. So, uh, but what about you, Jarrett? I don't go there that often. No, I, it's probably been a very long time since I've been there. Yeah. Now, but I, uh... I just remember them having uh, fancy hot dogs that they wanted like eighteen dollars for or something. Some of their stuff's a little pricey. Some Street of it's dogs. Not, some of it's not bad. I think that they did have a hot dog for a while that was like had bacon wrapped around it and was deep fried. And I'm not huge into putting bacon on everything just for the fuck of it. But it was a it was a good hot dog. What if it's epic bacon? Um, like legend airy bacon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I mean I would prefer that. Okay. You know, it's like people get bacon tattooed on their fingers, mm-hmm. and then like a mustache on their finger, like the one you have. Well, yeah, but it's a tattoo on their finger. Right. It's not an actual mustache, Jared. Okay. That's kind of like the that's like the joke. Mm. No, I was talking about your tattoo on your finger of bacon. Oh no, that's a birthmark. Oh. Bacon, yeah. bacon shaped. Yeah, it's just a birthmark. So that's a. You should. I'm, I'm, I'm actually pretty self conscious about it, to be honest. You should, you should have that looked at. Yeah, it's getting bigger. <laughs> it's maybe. I, yeah. Maybe I should just wash my hands. It's very black. I don't have to wash my hands, as you know, because I don't use them for... Oh, yes, yeah, true. I mean, you 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 have cut out big soap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, but... If don't you... have to use soap if you don't use your hands. If you're if you're not directly using your hands for anything, you never have to wash them. Mm-hmm. See? I haven't washed my hands in three weeks. Oh, shit. So are you using chopsticks to uh, wipe your ass? Well, Jared, if I could... Unless, I mean, you have, like, a specific pair. Like, obviously, when, like cross-contaminate or risk of cross-contaminate well, I, assume, you, you I, ass, I assume first. lots of soap though you see you gotta live you gotta not get on my hands you gotta get soap out of there yeah no uh that's where you're wrong we don't have toilet paper in here we just free uh grind on the carpet oh like you've like the like cat dog yeah 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 we're one with Sco- the environment scoot <laughs> yeah yeah one with the environment here yeah that's what good. were you talking about yeah Hands. Um, oh so yeah what do you what do you eat uh food 
that's what you would get there. You'd go in there and you'd say one food. Please. I I was a f- I did like their uh, jalapeno cornbread side. Oh yeah, and um, I think it was actually one of the only places in the whole city where you could get quinoa on the menu, which yep. I would, which was a weird novelty uh, at the time because it was like all the weird ironic hotness, mm-hmm. but people were like, oh, you gotta get a quinoa, but no one had it. But original Joe's, they were ahead of the curve. Yep. They do yeah. make they do make appealing sounding pub grub though. They do, and that's why we go like fish you and know? chips and stuff like that. They, they're yeah. actually pretty good. After a long week, we that like place to is busy. Uh, settle in. That place is busy as fuck. Usually not when we get there. Yeah, like on weekends, like right now, that place is probably packed. Like middle packed, middle whatever. of the week. Uh, yeah, like uh, like I'd say dinner time. I bet it's I bet it's still pretty oh, busy. Yeah. yeah, but um. We're in there at like noon on Friday, so it's not that busy. Oh, there you go. We beat the crowd, but um, I've tried lots of stuff. Their beef dip's not bad, uh, but I always get the how's, same. Thing. How's the ajou? The ajou, it's pretty good. Uh, the ajou is good, uh, but I I found I tried a few things and then I found the thing that I like, and I've been getting it for like two years. Like almost any time we go, I get it. It's the Ace Burger, <laughs> which is essentially just a Big Mac. But it's like a restaurant quality Big Mac. Do you know what I mean? So it's the exact same, but it costs more. It's bigger, and it tastes better. It's a better. So like, how is that like a Big Mac? Well, I don't it, like. It's a burger with two thin patties with a like a, a Big Mac type sauce on it. Is what I'm saying. So I get the Ace Burger, and then I get um. It comes with two sides, so I always get a Caesar, like you know, for my colon. Uh, and then I get crinkle cut fries. Now, see, everyone used to make fun of me because whenever we'd go, I would order and I'd say, could I please get crinkle cut fries? And everyone used to make fun of me. But now they're all starting to get crinkle cut fries, too, because the crinkle increases that surface area, Jer. More salt can get into that fry. More delicious fry. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. More delicious fry, my man. So I get the crinkle cut fries. And then uh, I... I I always drink the blonde. It's my the the beer that they have on tap. I like blonde. Mm. It's just pale ale, real easy drinking. I don't like nothing too rough. I just like nothing too rough. I don't like I don't like all. We've talked about it before. When when I'm drinking beer, I just want something nice and light that I can I can guzzle down. Mm-hmm. I don't need anything and fancy. For, and forget the world. Forget the world. Well, that's what those Fridays are about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, one two. Big old shoe. And the waitresses are really nice to us. They're like, one time, uh, I ordered a, like a year ago, I didn't get an Ace Burger because I got there late, so I just ordered some chicken wings, and she forgot to bring them. But then the next week, she bought me a beer. She said, I'm sorry, I forgot your chicken wings. Here's a free beer for you. And I went, oh, that's nice. Thank you. One last random question. Oh, yeah. Holy shit, I stumbled upon the newest and most awesome time waster on Letterboxd. You can now select which movie poster you want it to show by clicking on the three dots and hit change poster. It is great to swap out those awful looking Oliver Twist and Great Expectation posters. Plus, I did not think either of those movies were all that great. Uh, I believe this is a patron I was gonna say, level thing only. Yeah. So even though I pay my for my pro membership, which doesn't really do a whole heck of a lot... Uh, that is not an option available to me at this time. What do you mean doesn't give you a whole lot? It gives you access to critical stats, Jarrett. Stats? Oh, shit. And, and, 
Yes, that. And it also uh, it makes it so there's no ads, which is kind of nice. Mm. But um, yeah, this uh, this has got to be a Patreon thing because it ain't working on our end. Nope, that's a Patreon thing. That sounds that's pretty good though, because you actually cool. saw all the movie database posters that have been uploaded. Well, one thing that I find annoying is sometimes sometimes my Creeptober list I try to I try to make based on posters because they look cool. Like especially the first five, I like to have a theme. And uh, then a year later, they'll change that poster, and I'll say, "Man, it when fucked we... up my theme." Yeah. Well, I was uh, I was skimming Tubi today. I was kind of oh, curious. Oh, I was oh, curious oh. what was over there, for, you know, for some Creeptober viewing. And yeah. there there was a poster for uh, the a movie I actually liked from a few years ago called Yellow Brick Road, and it yeah. now has this cover with this like jack o' lantern man. It's oh, it's nice. it's but it's ridiculous. It's oh. like it's supposed to be like the scarecrow from Wizard of Oz, but like, but real uh, uh, twizzy. Mm. <laughs> but it's like th- that doesn't happen. I, that, that's I, not I, that's not a thing. It's, it's about being lost in the woods. Yeah, that's Tubi, man. But Tubi is pretty good though. I got uh, Yellow Brick Road is on my watch list this year because I saw that it was available on Tubi, and I was like, hey. Tubi. How many Tubi originals are you going to crack out this month? At least one. We'll see how that one goes. Wow. Wow. Now, is this Tubi original? Is this like a... Uh... This is that scariest Monsters in America one. Oh, nice. That's one. I, I watched... I, I, like I, I, I got to get make sure I get some crypto in there, RJ. Yeah. Cryptids, uh, I cryptid? should say. Cryptid, yeah. not crypto. Cryptids. Uh, I, I watched the preview for that, and it did look pretty pretty sick. Like, uh, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, this is some good stuff. Yeah. What, what monster are you most excited to see? I Jersey Devil. I, I, I hope to be surprised. Oh, with a new monster. Yeah, something, some new, some new monster altogether. I'd like to hear what people in creeps, uh, in the Discord or in emails think the monster of Creepsville would be. Ooh, I was just going to say of Creepsville. I mean, I, I would say Jared. Duncan. Yeah, well, see, we we knew as you said it what you would yeah. say. So, but I, I would like to hear what other people think, just right. because. You know, that's just like my opinion, man. 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 All right, time for me to hunker down from the storm and finish Stray Dog, which I'll also be talking about tonight on my cast. Best from Big J Money Peterson, Kodiak. What's a Kodiak? I don't know. Sports? Oh. Kodiak was in all caps, so I guess it was meant to be read out loud. Shouted, okay. perhaps. So I don't know. Uh, I, I noticed that uh, sports ball has died. Um, sport ball on, on the. On no, the, there was a. Um, Corpse was posting it to it on the weekend. Well, yeah, that was like a, that was like a very creative use of it. But the the notion of picking picking things, it's done. Mm. It, all, it all collapsed. It just, oh, I see. Yeah, I it, see. it's over now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was hoping for a, a live report of uh, Corpse and. How well. Uh, Corpse Junior, uh, going to see some uh, some Monday Night Slams at a live raw taping or like mm-hmm. broadcast, I guess. Yeah, I mean that would be pretty cool. One of the biggest crowds I think they've had in a long time for a raw because Edmonton's thirsty, thirsty for some uh, man slamming. What do you mean thirsty? They they want more, but they they haven't been given anything live for a long time. And that apparently oh. they're. Uh, Raw's going, or whatever, the Raw brand is going to do a house show in Saskatoon, and uh, sales are abysmal. 
because people do not give a shit about watching wrestling live unless it's broadcast and matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 kind of funny because uh, the house show market has really been diminished a lot because mm-hmm. there's so much wrestling and people just don't go to wrestling that much. But when it's yeah. live, it makes a huge difference. Like when it's a broadcast thing, uh, yeah. people are more on board because they just know I'm paying a lot of money just to go watch shit that doesn't matter. Which I'm like, well, that's how wrestling was done traditionally. But you would think that this would cost the company a ton of money because now they're not making all those sales. But no, they make so much money off of TV deals that they don't really care about those house shows, which mm-hmm. is, of course, unfortunate for the wrestlers, which is where they get to sell their merch. That's too bad. Get, get yourself a, a Seth freaking Rollins t-shirt, RJ. Does it say freaking? It does. Freaking. Wow. Freaking. Like William Freaking? Yeah, you uh, yeah, you, you probably aren't aware of the Seth Rollins persona now. You would hate him so much. It, what is it? What is it now? He's annoying. Is his gimmick? What? He's just annoying. He has a laugh, and he he dresses like a like a real chotch. But he is his gimmick is that he's an annoying person, and like, like annoying. He's like that's what it is. Like the pest, like John Leguizamo's. Yeah, pest. he's like a pest. Oh my god! Why? I don't know. Because they think that's great. That's good for business. And, and not and not the I I just well I'll just stop watching now way, which is what we call go away heat. Oh, I see. Yeah, I don't. Maybe, really, despite the fact that, that he's like a very good wrestler, but yeah, man, I, I've heard clips, I've seen stuff, and oof, oof. yeah, I, I heard he was talking about local colleges and their like staffing protocols, and people were like, "That's not true, Seth Rollins." <laughs> you know what I mean? Allegedly. Allegedly, hey, you heard. I, I heard from some people. I just want to make, make it clear to people what RJ hears. He's not hearing from the Discord because it's all it's only the facts. Uh, well, there's some facts in there. No. There's some facts in there. Um, what was I going to say? Were we ta- oh, yeah. A friend of the show lives in Saskatoon. Maybe he could take his uh, his kiddos to see uh, some live wrestling. See some grappling? Grappling? No. See, grappling see, and grappling? Do- see Dominic Mysterio? Oh, is he related son, to Ray, or is son it just of, a coincidence? Son of, you should son? look look at look him up, Dominic Ray, <laughs> Dominic Mysterio. Dominic, because he's not because he's not the king. Okay, let's see. Let's get a live reaction. What? He just looks like a guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's just a guy. He doesn't even wear a mask. Nope. <laughs> That's not interesting. At least put a mask on. <laughs> yeah. He looks like what is his haircut? Why is it yeah. cut just right here? Is he is he okay? He doesn't look okay. I think he's unwell. I don't think we should comment on his appearance. I think he, I think he's unwell somehow. Do you know what I mean? Don't you remember when he was on Raw, uh, back back when? There, there was a, Do I, think I remember when he was on Raw? No. Or on SmackDown, I guess. Here, this, this is yeah, because I watched SmackDown is, so much. Remember, well, this is in 2006, probably 2008. I wasn't watching it then either. Oh, RJ, I watched wrestling when I was like eight years old, and like mm-hmm. never again afterwards. He doesn't look good there either. Something's wrong with that guy. Yeah. Well, see, like now the, the suggestion is that he he got his cherry popped. Uh, Excuse me. By Rhea Ripley. Here, I'll show you now. Now he's like dark. 
he's got he's gone dark because oh uh, this 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 uh, really uh, like jacked lady with tattoos uh, fucked him, and now and now now his heart's evil. Uh, is that her persona? Apparently, it is for right now. Oh, did she wrestle? Did she wrestle with spacer ear earrings, spacers? I don't know. Like you know those like gap spacers that people have in their ears. Uh, I don't know. if She might take those out before her matches. I would hope so. Yeah, this this is during a promo. Well, even so, like because all you got is big dangling flesh. Like I don't know if I've ever mentioned, but spacers make me really uncomfortable. Yeah. Because it's like. Wouldn't it get caught on stuff? Like, even if you took the spacer out, you just got this huge loop of skin. Like, what if you were walking by, like, a wall and there's, like, snagged. a... Yeah, just, like, snagged on. Or even, like, when you're sleeping and, like, some pillows have zippers on them. What if you, like, move and it gets caught in the zipper mm-hmm. and it rips right out? Yeah. Like, who's thinking about these things? Jarrett? Who, indeed? Like, am I the only one who you, plans ahead? You might be. God damn it. God damn well, that's it for emails. That's okay. We're an hour in. Thanks, still. everyone. <laughs> you you know it's uh, it's dead. It's hey, you know episodes what? Episodes are getting it's, shorter. That, emails aren't that, coming in. It's that time of year, RJ. People are busy. It's the end of September. We, you know, in the summer when the emails weren't coming in, we were saying, "Hey, it's the it's, it's the that summer. time of year." And now it's the fall, and we're saying, hey, it's the fall, you know? Next year it'll be, hey, And at Christmas t- we'll go, hey, it's Christmas time, you know? It's People are busy. And then, hey, it's Easter, you know? People are busy. So when does it end, Jared? When does it end? Is what I want to know. No. When does it end? Yeah. So what you've been creeping on this week, RJ? Uh, I watched some stuff. Like, I watched a bunch of stand-ups. Nothing like outstanding. The Nick, there was a Nick Kroll one that came out yesterday. I like that one. I related to that one quite a bit. Talks about pooping his pants and stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. So you know, that was good. And then I watched uh, I watched a show on Netflix called Unbelievable, and it's like uh, I don't know seven episodes or something like that. Um, it's based yeah. on true true crime stuff. Okay. About uh. This guy who's going around raping people in like <laughs> oh. Colorado and Washington and stuff like that, but um, oh. like he's got like a pattern where he's been doing it for like ten years, and like he has a couple people like victims, and like people don't believe them. It was good. It was good. Shows how in the first episode it shows how like this lady is reporting a rape, and the the male officers are very uh, undelicate to say the least and then they eventually coerce her into saying that she made it up uh and then it shows lady detectives on other ones and it shows like how they're better at handling these situations because they understand uh and then uh the stories cross paths eventually you know what i mean Drew? And then what happens um there's a rapist at the end oh it's got your girl tony collette you know Tony Collette? Oh. It's your girl, Tony Collette. And uh, what's your name? Merritt Weaver. She's in lots of stuff. If you saw her, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I know that lady. Maybe, uh, maybe one of these days uh, you could check out the Red Riding Trilogy. Uh, is it available on anything? I don't know. I'd assume it must Cause be. Because that's got Andrew Garfield in it, right? Uh, yeah, in the first one. And then you kind of see 
glimmers of him as this show progresses through the decades. Yeah. Red uh, Riding. I remember that was. Like, I was gonna watch that, that, that a while that, ago. That was very uh, pumped up when it came yeah. out. Um, I don't think it's as good as people had promised. Yeah, no, apparently it's not available anywhere. That's good. I'd watch it if it was available. You know what? Maybe it's just on YouTube. Because sometimes you just find you look up a movie on there and go, oh, there it is. That's true, actually. Yeah. You never know. It's here. I'll see. Red writing on the wall. There's just tra- trailers for it. And then someone calling it the perfect trilogy. I mean, have they seen the three Ninja Turtle films? Have they? Yeah, it doesn't look like it's available. That's too bad. Damn. See, this is the problem I have. Now you just have to sell for uh, those two Spider-Man movies he's in. Now three. Now three. I I watched those already. Remember? Yeah. Talked about it on the podcast. Remember? We can just watch them again. Oh. I, th- I thought you loved the webhead. Um. No. Well, I mean, kinda. Oh man, did you hear about that crazy Wolverine news, Jared? Oh man, it's taking the internet by storm. Oh, Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, Some someone at my my square job started mm-hmm. talking about it real excitedly, and I just kind of went, "Uh huh." I heard about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No one really brought it up to me. I just saw it on the internet a lot. I just saw it on the internet a lot. Anyways, what was I was gonna say. Um. That's all I watched. That's all I watched, Jared. So, nothing else crazy. We haven't watched the Dahmer show or anything like that. Yeah, I saw some Twitter people talking about how uh, victims or like the yeah. families of victims were consulted and that it's all exploitation. And it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it is. <laughs> but yes, the, it is. The true well, the true crime ghouls will continue watching what they watch. Well, that's the thing. Like, like I realize that too. It's like, yeah, this is glamorizing things, but a bit. There are some that are better done, though. Like, uh, there are some that just focus on victims and their story, and those ones are pretty well done. I like those ones. There are mm-hmm. there are some bad ones though, too. Of course, which which I've talked about recently. But. Yeah. Here's some good news. Five year old Canadian boy battling brain cancer had one ca- uh, request. He wanted to see monsters. A thousand strangers made his wish come true. And there's strangers dressed up like Jason and some skeletons. Man, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff, Jared. I mean, I feel like that's like one of those uh, monkey paw wishes. <laughs> and they're like, uh oh. And, 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 and then it's like, and then it turns into the mist. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. It could, like be, it could be like Carpenter esque, where it's like the hospital. The hospital. Or, or uh, the void. The remember, last wish. Remember, remember the void? I do remember the void. That's one of the Astron boys, right? Yeah, that actually Which... that actually sounds more like an Astron Six idea than what the void was. Yeah. Uh, and then where, where and it's like show... a make where it starts off as like a Make a Wish story, and then it's but like it's you wanted monsters? to see monsters, and then real monsters come, and it's like the apocalypse, and it's like what is it really trying to say? Jared, I don't think you should leave this in the episode because I think you could pitch this to Netflix pretty. Uh, this could this could be mine. Well, yeah, I know. Thinking... Well, I, I did. I already gave away the idea about the Siskel and Ebert film. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I think we, if we pitch this right, we could get Adam Sandler 
and we could title it Hoobie Halloween <laughs> 2 Monster Time. Ugh. And uh, it would be Hoobie, Hoobie Halloween, and he would be trying to help a kid do a Make-A-Wish, and then the monsters would come. And the monsters, like, one of the monsters would be Kevin James, and one of the monsters would be Chris Rock. Chris Rock would be like the Frankenstein, and he'd be like, my neck is killing me. And you'd be like, oh, Chris Rocky, crazy guy. Uh, I, I was just thinking about my uh, the opening of the Roger and Ebert film. Because, of course, Roger and Ebert. Roger and Ebert. Roger and Ebert. It's Siskel and Ebert. Where, uh, yeah. Siskel's making the call to, to Roger, you know, Gene. He's like, mm-hmm. Roger, I need your help. I'm in a hotel room. That's the wrong side of Chicago. You don't live there. And he goes, and it's like, ah, oh, there's, there's a dead woman. She just went, she kept talking. She said she never watched the show before. She said she didn't yeah, know what I need, I need. I need you to go by my house, and uh, you got you to get my, a sweater. My, this one, I, I've got to burn it. It's just covered in her blood. I need a garbage bag, a snorkel. <laughs> And a toilet brush. Yeah. And you go, huh? And it's all be, and it's all the day of like for they have to do a like they have to go see a movie, and then yeah. review it. <laughs> like here's the here's the big thing. What movie would they be seeing in the Siskel and Ebert? Uh, it depends what week you choose. It's got it should be um, Inoculus, like something really like no one people even barely remember. It's very uh, Tarantino esque. Can I make a recommendation or a suggestion? Movies released. Let's see. April 1986. Let's take a look. Let's see what are the big movies of April of 1986. Maybe they have to go see... Uh, oh, how about The Money Pit starring Tom Hanks? I mean, I think that would be incredible because that is one of my favorite films. I love The Money Pit. No. Uh, and it is. it does fit that thing. Do you think that's one of his four favorite films, Tom Hanks? Or four, uh, four of his own films that he thinks hard, is good? Hard to say. I do think I'm going to send you something. I think this. So it I think came this, out. Oh, it's and it's kind of wintry too because it'd be like March yeah. 26th is when it got released in the U.S. What, a, so what maybe, about this film that I just put into the chat? Oh, the pest. I've what heard, about that film? I've heard good things about that from somebody. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I think Money Pit works. No. Money Pit or the Pest. Okay. Except that part in Money Pit where they get like divorced and then she goes and is playing in like the opera or something. That's the only part of Money Pit I don't like. Do you remember that part in Money Pit? Never seen it. You never seen Money Pit? Nope. Oh, spoiler. Mm-hmm. Well, they like I mean they they're strained on their relationship. Their house is a Money Pit, so they have a separation for a time, and she goes and plays in the opera for a while. Crazy. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm hearing it. Yeah. So. Damn. Yeah. Money pit. Yeah. And I'm assuming you didn't watch or do anything this week. Uh, right? uh, I watched one short film on YouTube, uh, a 1943 U.S. like against PSA about. It's called "Don't Be a Sucker," and it's a warning about the uh, the perils of being sucked in by fascism rj um okay yeah. why'd you why why'd you watch that i don't know Some, so, someone posted it on uh, twitter and i was like oh i remember watching this at one point it's got some good quotes good quotes mm. it's so it's like i don't know why 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 is the 21st century repeating the 20th century rj why you why? know what they say about history jared mm-hmm it's for assholes. Fuck it. 
sucks ass. Mm-hmm. I believe is uh, what a lot of people say. One of the reviews uh, is this a quote from the film, Masons? What's wrong with the Masons? I'm a Mason. Oh, sure you are. I feel like a lot of people identify as Freemasons. Well, the but, guy in the movie does. Yeah, but it's like, do you think that these people have any kind of connection to anything at all? Or do you think they just identify? It? They're like, yeah, I'm part of the Masons. And it's like, who who's going to challenge them? Who's going to say anything? You know what I mean? <laughs> and someone else mentions, literally nothing has changed except more people don't know what Masons are. Or care, I, I would say. If someone told me they were in the Masons, i tell them to get fucked. To clear you know out. I mean? I'd say, go suck some ass, buddy. Mm-hmm. But apparently that's what a lot of people are into now. So, Sucking ass? A lot of those younger folk. I guess. Uh, I don't is, know. Is that what the internet memes tell you? That's what the internet memes tell me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't go out or anything like that. But yeah. Yeah. I get a lot of information from the internet. I, I know. <laughs> yeah. Do you also get a lot of information I, I, from I, the I, internet? I, I know you get a lot of bad information. Um, well, yeah. Why would the internet lie to me? Why indeed? Like. Why indeed? Wasn't it created to help us, Jarrett? The internet? No. It wasn't. Well, fucking Al Gore did it again to us. Son of a Didn't bitch. he create the internet? That's what the internet told me. God damn it. That's what Al the Simpsons. Gore. That's what the Simpsons told me, or someone told me. Somebody did. Someone told me. Uh, careful, ugh. careful with these people. That tell I you, know. People have to tell people who tell you things. Don't trust them. I know. Hey, I know. don't get into that car. It's about to explode. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You say, I got your car right here. Oh. <laughs> and then you, you, know and then, and then you say, Gabagool. Gabagool. And I talk it like this. Been a while since I talk it like this. It's been a long time. But I'm sure that it, the eh? next piece of Italian cinema is just around the corner. Italy. It can't wait to go home. Eat us a mozzarella. Mm-hmm. Pizza pie. You got any other news for us, RJ? Uh, I mean, I, sh- I share all my movie news on the Discord now. There's nothing it's that true. nobody doesn't know. I think the best thing, or the thing that I liked the most recently was that, um, the, that horror movie Smile, uh, and it's at, it's marketing where it's just people at baseball games just sitting and smiling. I liked it. That, that's it's fun. That's a thing? It's cute. Did you not see that? Nope. At, uh... Uh, it was posted into the Discord, Jarrett. I posted it on 9-25-2022. And then Sam Sanchez posted a video uh, of someone who, someone else who noticed this. They had people sitting behind, uh, like, the catcher, so in camera view, and they're just smiling and not moving. And someone noticed that a guy in a blue shirt doesn't move for 40 minutes. He just sits there. <sighs> I, I I liked it. I thought it was good marketing. Mm-hmm. It's good marketing. What you else we got? Think he's gonna get butts and seats. What about this scoop from one Oliver Granger about Marvel's Blade movie reboot abruptly loses its director? I saw that. I don't. I know they really want to do Blade because of Herschel Ali, but I don't know if uh, they also want to do because Blade's sweet. I mean, Blade is sweet, but I think they need to rethink how they how they incorporate Blade. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like. Mahershala Ali is good and stuff. I know he dude won Oscars, but just get Wesley to do it. 
Why wouldn't you? They just brought back Hugh Jackman. Why wouldn't you just get Wesley? No. You know? Gucci who? Remember when he says that in the movie? He goes, Gucci who? Only when you mention it. Gucci who? Oh, well. It's kind of like eating corn in bed, you know? What about it? I, I, I only remember these things that you remind me. You're saying you don't remember that? Like, I can't believe that. <laughs> How could you forget something like that? I don't know. I just don't know. Well, RJ, mm-hmm. that brings us to an hour. That's good. Preamble. Not bad. Not too bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we've we got nothing else to say to one another. So let's just let's just clear this uh, next thing out of the way. We got a movie to talk about. It's that Criterion film that everyone's been dying to hear about. Everyone's mm. favorite film that definitely will result in the most listeners we've ever had ever in history because everybody has been saying, man, I can't wait to hear about this movie. True. It's true. So, because I don't even have to see the title. After the break, mm-hmm. um, we're just going gonna to chill out and uh, hopefully not get beat up by goons. What kind of goons? Uh, I don't know. Scullity dudes? Not hired goons? Nah, they're not hired. They seem to be, uh, they have their own autonomy. They're, they're free, free auto- wheeling goons. Auto- uh, freely autonomous goons? Yeah. That's oh. the, that's what we should all strive for. Autonomy, autonomy goons? Yeah, we, but we are the autonomous goons. Well, who's the real goon? Yeah, self-directed. In that autonomy. Self, auto- self-actualized goons. Can you imagine? What's the second goon?
This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast, and tonight we're talking about Border Radio from 1987, directed by Alison Anders, Kurt Voss, and Dean Lent. The tagline for this film, RJ. Yeah. Jeff Bailey. His wife wants him back. His band wants him on stage. Some thugs want his head. He wants another beer. Did you find that accurate? No. Why not? <laughs> um, the synopsis okay. for this film. I'm sure. Unboxed. Sure. Before carving out a niche as one of the most distinct voices in 90s American cinema, Allison Andrews made her debut alongside co-directors and fellow UCLA film school students Kurt Voss and Dean Lent with 1987's Border Radio a low-key, semi-improvised post-punk diary that took four years to complete. Border Radio features legendary rocker Chris D. of the Flesh Eaters as a singer-songwriter who has stolen loot from a club and gone missing, leaving his wife, played by Luana Anders, a no-nonsense rock journalist, to track him down with the help of his friends, John Doe of the band X, Chris Shearer. With its sprawling Southern Californian and Mexican landscapes captured in an evocative 16mm black and white, Border Radio is a singular DIY memento of the indie film Explosion in America. Um, how did they describe him as one of the most pivotal directors of the 90s? She? Or how did they describe her as one of the most pivotal directors of the 90s? Uh most distinct voice most distinct voice screen rant has a 10 best directors of the 1990s yep according to ranker number 10 ridley scott number nine tim burton number eight chris columbus seven frank durbont six the coens five james cameron four quentin tarantino three steven Biel- steven bielberg two Martin Scorsese, and number one, Allison Anders. Wow. Boss. Wow. <laughs> Isn't and, that incredible? And, and Dean Lind. Holy crap. And Dean Wendell. Isn't Hol- that incredible? Holy moly. Robert Zahuis? I don't know. Where, where, where's Frank Darabont? Uh, where was he? Yeah. Like on border radio? Or do you... Yeah, or... yeah I mean, he, he would have fit right in with these guys. Apparently. Seven out with, of ten, no with, way. With those like two movies he did uh well that's why he's seven out of ten yeah yeah Yeah. you gotta remember this is screen rant powered by ranker ranker you know about ranker this movie's not even from the 90s it was that one short story she did in four rooms that really uh really brought people in have you ever seen have you ever seen four rooms four rooms yeah sounds like a chantelle ackerman thing it's it's not uh it's got uh, tim roth in it He's got like Tim a, Roth? Yeah, he's a bellboy. Call me when you have th- uh, five rooms with Eli Roth. It's got Ant- uh, Antonio Banderas. 
Does he play guitar? Uh, no. That's that's in Border Radio. Ooh. So is um is Desperado <laughs> part of the Border Radio trilogy? Yes. Like, I, I, yeah, but it's wrong state because that's Texas, which I, I I would just based on a couple of still images and what mm-hmm. this movie just reads as before we actually seen that it, it's oh it's set in California. I would just assume this was Texas because I don't know if mm-hmm. you had the same experience that I did, but whenever you see the uh, DVD cover for this or mm-hmm. the promotional still on Letterboxd for this, the banner image, I look at this and I go, is that Dwight Yoakam? I, uh, I, I do know what you, I mean, it's kind of weird that Dwight Yoakam isn't in this movie. Do you know what I mean? He was too busy being successful. Oh, Oh, that's what it was. Guitars, Cadillacs. How, how did you, that go? You know about hillbilly music? No, no. Can you give me an example? <laughs> hey, you know, so the reason I thought that too is because Dwight Yoakam uh, apparently would do shows with punk acts as well. There, there was like a rancid c- country, country and punk uh, were kind of friends. They, like Black Flag. Yeah, like Black Flag. Is that what Henry Rollins is from? Is he from Black Flag? The Neck. Yeah. Henry the Neck Rollins. Yeah. Well, I bet him and Yoakum hang out. They seem like they'd be buds, no? D- Dwight? Hey, Dwight, yeah. Dwight Yoakum's real cool. Uh, That's what I mean. Sling Blade? Panic yeah. Room? Ra- oh. Ra- Ra- Raul? Panic Room? Let me tell you. Let me tell you about Dwight Yoakum, Jared. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. I bet him and Henry Rollins are friends. Probably. They'd probably or, hang out or, with, or... like, John Lurie. Yeah, they go fishing. Yeah, once in a while, but yeah. John Larry's probably too intense for Henry Rollins. So RJ, um, yeah. have you had you ever heard of Border Radio before last week? This is like one of the only ones that I want. I've been waiting for. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, let this me, is one of the ones. Let me level with you, RJ. This is a movie okay. that I probably knew the least amount of any movie we've probably watched. And that's that's saying something. Like most movies, I'm like, oh, I know what that is. Like I've heard mm-hmm. of it. I know it's part of the collection. But Border Radio, I've seen it coming for a while, but I never have clicked on it because mm-hmm. it's just it's like you don't care. I was just like, what's Border Radio? And then finally, mm-hmm. when I got to it, I read the description. I went, that's what this is going to be about. <laughs> like, yeah. Did you read the description before watching the movie? No. No, you just got into it. I in my mind, I guess I always thought of. Um, Maybe it was like a, a cool 1943 Western from 1943. That would be cool. Uh, with William Boyd, maybe. I thought Let it was... tell you, I would have been up for that. I thought it was going to be a movie about banditos, uh, like, holding down a border and, like, kind of like a panic room, but their only information like was, from the, was, was from a radio, <laughs> and the radio voice was Dwight Yoakam. Or, from Cuba, the other or end was it Cuba Gooding Jr.? Oh, well, Jared... <laughs> Jared, this would have been the week for you to watch that. It would have been. This would have been it. You would have had the perfect. No. <sighs> so yeah, this movie is definitely a de- uh, on the lower side of views as well. Sure. Based on Letterboxd, in terms of people who've watched this, mm-hmm. um, and real middle of the road rating, uh, I, I would say compared to a lot of the movies that we've been watching, and that's Do again you... saying something. Without like me giving an opinion or anything like that, do you yeah. think one of the reasons for that, that this is here, is do you think they just needed a movie? And they're <laughs> like, hey, let's throw that in there. I feel like maybe 
when this would have been selected. So probably 2006, 2007 is when yeah. it would have come out um, on DVD. It was mm-hmm. one of those movies that uh, maybe they were trying to push the star of Alison Anders, uh, mm-hmm. perhaps. You know, because are you familiar with any of her movies? I, I'm not either. No. But, I mean, other than, like, yeah, she does a bit in Four Rooms because I think Tarantino uh, liked her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, there's Gas Food Lodging, which I definitely remember at Blockbuster. Uh, there is this movie called uh, Grace of My Heart from 1946. Again, like, these are movies that I just I haven't seen them. I haven't seen any of these movies. Nobody mm-hmm. talks about them. So this is this is an oddity to me. Mm-hmm. Other than it is this example of kind of uh, independent cinema, and this is like a student film, and mm-hmm. that's about where I'm going to be sitting on this movie. <laughs> I'll just I'll just tell you right. You're not now. you're not going to be fence post sitting. No, this is definitely a a student film, okay. and uh, it's uh I, I feel the same way about something like Christopher Nolan's Following. Yes, where which is also I mean. I think a, a bit more ambitious than this, but yeah. there's those things where you're like, oh yeah, this is definitely how 20 year olds would go about things. I'm not sure if they were in their twenties when they made this, but you hang out with your, you, you, you cast your friends and these are people who were like tangentially involved with the punk scene mm-hmm. and they wanted to make a film about that and using that as the backdrop. Yeah. And so they were going to be like, well, let's do a film noir. Mm-hmm. But we're, we can't make that work. So we're going to like also have interviews with with the characters about what's going on. So my character is just going to be a journalist who's like, why did this guy run off? I'm going to cover it live. And what about what about a podcaster? <laughs> well, this is this is what people did before podcasting. Oh, okay. they, they made movies. Journalists? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it's kind of an odd conceit of I'm going to make I'm, – I'm journalizing this – minor incident of hey these two musician guys steal drugs uh yeah and then they take off with it and that's where the story picks up for that, sure that's it uh this movie actually the movie picks up it starts off with a toilet being flushed does it it does oh yeah it does <laughs> it does I didn't for a second there. I was like, yeah. "Does it?" So this movie stars, as I write down here, not Dwight Yoakam and not Casey Jones. Uh, Elias Codius. Codius. Elias uh, Elias Codius. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I love that guy. With, with, he's got quite the, the the fella in this. He's got quite the hairline. Yeah, it's um it's holding on for dear life. They keep talking about how desirable this guy is, and hey, I go, hey, "Him." Bald, bald. Bald, bald is attractive, RJ. Do you remember, I mean, do you remember I Costanza? Oh, well, I know about Costanza. Well, Larry, he had something da- Larry else. David. He had something else that... Yeah, Larry David had something else that other bald guys don't have. Millions of dollars. And funny. You yeah, be, and he's you be, funny. You better be fucking funny. Yeah, and he... Confidence. Larry David has confidence among... Like, uh, out of all of his mis- things, like... Misplaced confidence. Misplaced, but unwavering. Unwavering. Yeah, you know the character. We're talking about the character of the man, or they, or both. I mean, how can you separate it? But what about like Vin Diesel? He man, that's sex embodied, and he's bald as fuck. He's bald. 
Where would you he's rate Riddick. the? He's Riddick. He is Riddick. I, I know this is becoming a Riddick podcast. What's his? What's his? Uh, Fast and Furious character called again? Dom. 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 Like Dom. Like Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> exactly like Dom. Mysterio. See, maybe that's what that's what Dominic Mysterio needs to do is shave his head. I mean, he needs to go bald. I think it's Dom. Make uh, boiler Room Three. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I think there was a boiler room too, if I'm not mistaken. Dominic Toretto. You know uh, about Dominic Do- Toretto? Dominic. And uh, there was no boiler room. T- oh, what is this? No, oh, there's no boiler room too. Shit. Man, there's some. Now there needs to be. Does there? Yeah. Do you think? Maybe. Anyways, uh, yeah. so this movie opens up with uh, toilet being flushed drugs going down the toilet mm-hmm. and um some goons show up at this guy's house he hides in the closet a phone call ill place comes from um his counterpart saying hey man i'm gonna meet you at these exact coordinates <laughs> which of course these three guys listen to and they go hey, 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 as they pound fist to palm uh real <laughs> real chuds and then mm-hmm. they, they they hop up in their truck drive off leaving the guy just before he's supposed to be discovered yeah. Um, and then we meet not Dwight Yoakam. He's out, out in the desert and music plays. And uh, These guys descend upon him and they start laying the boots to him. The you what? Know, the, the boots. Oh, shit. Okay. They want their shit back, man. It's like, what's going on? I don't even know what's going on. And uh, mm-hmm. so now, the, 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 now there's this mystery in the movie of where is he? Where is, where is not Casey Jones? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where did he go? Exactly. Well, we went to the beach. I'm asking you. He's hanging out. He's having, he's having some beers. Talking about the, having the life. There's some good screenshots of this. Is there? there? There's moments. So there was moments of this. Uh, the, the high points that reminded me of the beach bum. A little bit. Uh, yeah, kind of. A like little when bit. He's bur- yeah. But, but not at all. Like when he's burning his house? Or yeah. his guitar, I mean. Burning his, his guitar as pictured on the poster. Yeah. Yeah. What Arjun, what does this movie say to you about alienation and self destruction? Alien alienation or alien nation. Yeah, well both. What does it say about both of those things? I think alienation <sighs> might even come out like the same year as this. I mean it could have, right? Uh the next year, eighty eight. Damn. We're so close. We're so close. That had James Conn in it. James Conn, R.I.P., right? M- Mandy Patinkin, Terrence Stamp. Mandy Patinkin. Yeah. What were? What did you ask me? <laughs> what, what does this film say to you about alienation and self-destruction? Uh, I mean, I think what doesn't it say? What does? There you go. What does is, it say? Is the answer. What What isn't it saying? You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we got that going for us. Yeah. So. Uh, the, the journalist, mm-hmm. no nonsense, um, is his wife and she's like interviewing these people mm-hmm. that you would assume would know them, but there's a conceit that this is a film. And so she's talking to like a real, you know, some real punk people from the scene who are commenting on the scene. And then they're like, what's going on with this person? I don't know where they are. Yeah. Uh, 
Is that not... I, like... You say that like that's not how people talk, but I've heard you talk like that frequently. Yeah. Like, you use that exact dialogue, Jared. And then... So then there's a there's this suggestion from... I guess it's Dwight Yoakam Man. Yeah. That he's, like, sleeping with this guy's wife. Uh, It's heavily implied. Yeah. But it's like they dance around it. But it's like, well, I mean, he says it like, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm he, saying, man. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know about sex and stuff, I, I you spend, and me. I spend time around here, huh? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like he implies it. Yeah, but like that guy, like he's in a pool somewhere. I was kind of like, but he seemed like a trash person who had nowhere to stay. Was it just mm-hmm. someone else's house? That guy. Uh, I think that's a different person. Oh, we're not talking about the same guy. I think there's a different. I think these are different. The guy who comes to babysit. Yeah, there wasn't. That's the uh, babysitter guy. Is the pool yeah. dude, and yeah. then, but then there's like the the guy at the beginning of the movie. It's getting beat up. Which guy? Dwight Yoakam. Oh yeah, yeah, and he goes to yeah. the beach. So anyway, yeah. uh, Arj, I don't know if you knew that uh, the, the character's name of Jeff Bailey is an, an allusion. To a Robert Mitchum movie called Out of the Past. I uh, this is what happens when you go to film school. As you make you, go to film you, you make allusions mm. to to, if, to, to, uh, to better movies than the ones you'll make. And then you what go, if they, I'm very clever. And and then hopefully when you make student films, you work out those bad influences. Yeah. And then you don't show them to people. Unless they're on Patreon. What if they somehow wind up on the Criterion channel? Then, well, or on DVD in physical format. Then you do inter- then you do an interview about it, and you talk about how crazy it was to fund your movie for th- uh, three, four years. Like you go, mm-hmm. you you travel to another city to like some guy's going to like give you a bunch of money, but you find out he just had a stroke, so he wasted all that time getting there, and you have nothing to show for it. Except you could you could make it a Patreon exclusive if you had a podcast someday. That's true. Do you know yeah. this movie has two uh, commentary tracks on it? Uh, from who? From the three directors? Yep. Okay. Did anyone more interesting have a commentary track? No. Uh, no. No. There's no like John no. Turturro commentary track or. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> like, hey, what about... It's like no. Uh... He's never watched it before. And he's just kind of live updating it. I like him. Let's say him and Hank Azaria. Them, okay. Those two guys together, just watching it live. Yeah. And, talking about what they see. Yeah. And Rebel Wilson. Well, yeah. You got to you gotta throw in a little bit of uh, little bit of levity in there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What, what, yeah one of the commentaries is with the, the co-directors, Anders and Voss, and the other ones with the actors, Luann Anders, sister of Allison, Dave Alvin, Chris D., John Doe, and Chris Shearer. Mm. No, thank you. No, thank you. I saw there was also a making of that's loggable on Letterboxd. It was like 15. Yeah, it's on the channel. Minutes long or something. I didn't. I chose not to watch that either. I, I, I was going to watch it. I popped for... it on. I, I, I logged it, RJ. I well, I mean, seize the day. That that would have been the time to do it, right? Fifteen minutes. How how did you make it through the whole thing? I had it on in the background. I mean, it's just talking heads, it, uh, with with like not the best of anecdotes you've ever heard. Perfect to listen to while you're painting heads. Am I right? Yes. 
painting. Were you painting? Were you tiny, painting? tiny, tiny heads. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. No. Tell me more about how uh, how much you like how, this. How engaging this yeah. was. So, hmm. So yeah, this is just sort of a. Uh, I'm not sure what you call this kind of genre of movie. It kind of reminds me of Jim Jarmusch, but sloppy. Kind of. Yeah. It's very. Um, probably a lot more interesting it's well made enough i guess like these people made a movie but it just doesn't feel like uh there's enough to really engage with because it's just like oh so you're making this like crime movie but everyone sort of seems to be not that into it Mm -hmm. i would say the the essay that accompanies this film by chris morris Everyone's favorite. Oh, he wrote this essay. It was January fifteenth, two thousand seven. So this, oh, wow. came, so this DVD came out in two thousand seven. And again, in a period of time where I was watching a lot of movies and uh, pretty mm-hmm. much collecting all this stuff. And I still don't remember when this came out. And I, you don't remember? No. Well, not like, at all. what? What about that? What about that scene? What about that scene where? Where they're on Echo, the Echo Park Lagoon, like in Chinatown, RJ. Didn't that like hit hit you hard? Um, which scene was that? Uh, when they're when he's on the boat. <laughs> it's like on the little paddle. There boat. was a boat in this movie. It's like a little paddle boat. <laughs> Do you have a timestamp for that? I have no. I don't, RJ. How how am I gonna find this? You have to skim through it. You have to watch it again. Ah, okay. Let me throw it on and uh, just pause. I'll go watch. But the didn't whole that thing. make you? Didn't that make you go? Wow, it's just like Chinatown. And then you see Chinatown, and you go, "Whoa, Los Angeles." Uh, I thought this was Texas. I mean, Texas by way of Los Angeles, by way of Mexico. So this is the sort of thing that uh, Chris Morris writes about talking about this movie. The directors considered another student for the lead role of the tormented musician, Jeff. But Anders, and in an inspired stroke, suggested Chris D, whose brooding, feral presence animated the flesh eaters. After being approached at a West L.A. club gig and initially expressing surprise at the filmmaker's desire to cast him, the singer and songwriter signed on, and he helped recruit the other musicians in Border Radio. A cineast whose criticism often appeared in the local punk rag slash, Desjardins would later write an authoritative book on Japanese Yakuza films and write and direct the independent vampire film, I Pass for Human. He is currently a programmer at the Los Angeles Cinematique. Is he though, or is this guy just ma- just making wise? You know what I mean. Making wise. That's an expression people use yeah. that all the time. How about that fancy Scorsese esque shot uh, in, at the bar? It's like something straight out of Mean Streets, but the camera's pointed up at the ceiling and just kind of panning around and like for no reason. I totally remember that. That was one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. Totally that, I, when I saw that, I was just like, ah, yeah, that's that's some film school muscles chops that they wanted to get in there. It's like, let's do it, just like in Mean Streets. Yeah. I'm surprised there wasn't, like, a near-dark, like, camera on a fan scene in this. That'd be fucking sweet. You know that? You remember that one? Yeah. Just like in Mean Streets. <laughs> just like in Mean Streets. Some would say Border Radio is kind of a mix of Mean Streets, Near Dark, and Desperado. 
But RJ, another quote from this review. Those seeking punk vermissitude could ask for nothing more. Who who wrote that review, Drew? Chris Morris. I, I went to high school with a guy named Christian Morris. Do you think yeah, that's the same person? A, uh, no. Oh. No. You, I don't. you don't think so? So what does Chris Morris have to, like, uh, like what are well, his chops? Like, there's a lot of... One of the themes I find, because often when I watch a movie and I kind of go, I don't really care for this at all. I wonder if there's like a, a compelling argument for why I should care sure. more. A lot of these Criterion essays, uh, you can you get the feeling that this was like a freelance job by a professional who has to like keep doing this dance mm-hmm. and find things to say. And um, th- this person just like, you know, throws in uh, some like little like editorializing every once in a while. Like with something positive, like a like, like a flourish. Uh, I'm trying to find an example of it because when I read this earlier today, I just kind of sighed because <laughs> they'll say a brilliant turn uh, to, considering uh, someone's like uh, acting. What kind? It's a it's a br- oh. it's a brilliant turn as Jeff. <laughs> and you go okay. Well, like, are, do they Co- mean uh, like literally? What about like a, co- a confident use of improvisation? Uh, as opposed to a, a non-confident? Yeah. Uh, okay. What about, would you, did you often think about sort of how the, the, the heavy influence of the French New Wave and new German cinema were present here? Like, did you think, man, this is kind of a perfect blend between Godard and uh, 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 Fassbender? You know, it's just per- like it's it, it melds it so eloquently, masterfully I mean... even. There was a lot of thoughts that I had during this movie, and uh, Godard definitely was one of the most prevalent. Mm-hmm. Fassbinder? No. Apparently, uh, there's these... nothing about this that makes me think of Fassbinder. Yeah. Apparently, uh, there's some some hands of Vim Vendors. Apparently, might have been teaching at UCLA because there's some mention uh... of him talking about jukeboxes or something about authenticity. Watch American Graffiti if you want a jukebox. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a perfect jukebox movie. Was this shot in black and white for cost? Yes. Or was it? Cost. Oh, okay. And then they leaned into it, I guess, in terms of like, well, this is all we can afford. Color's really expensive. 60 millimeter at the time was still cheap. I imagine it's not so much cheap anymore, but... Um... Did they like? Did they like gray the the set at all? Like, did they purposely oh, get gray things at all? Like, no, to try to help improve I doubt, that. I suspect not. Oh, so like the the directors didn't care about authenticity for the cast. No. How did That's you like the uh, Andy amateur. Warhol's Frankenstein poster? I I did. I did spot that right away, and I. Do you think that's why? Mind, this, do you think that's why this is in the collection? I I had that thought at a at a point. I went, "Is that why? Is that the only reason why?" Remember when you talked to that dude in those Warhol ones? What's his name? The guy who wrote the essays. Oh yeah, for yeah, those? yeah. Yeah. If people don't know, we had we got we had a guest one time. One time. A guy who wrote an essay for one of these things. Two essays. Two. Two even. What was his name? Maurice. Yeah, Yakuar. Yeah, Yakuar. That's the guy. That's the one. Mm-hmm. What do you think he's up to? I don't know. Uh, on Facebook. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding. Let's get him back on here. No. Let's get him on here for um, Skiramoosh. Skiramoosh. We can talk about that one again, right? I don't remember a thing about Skiramoosh. You don't remember Skiramoosh? I remember the, I remember us saying Skiramoosh. I remember... <laughs> 
Nothing. There was a sword fight in that one. Nothing. There was dueling, Jarrett. Nothing. Do you know about duels? I do know about duels. Du- oh, duel duels? the fates. You know about Lucas? You know about American Graffiti? I know about poetry. Yeah. How, how does this film compare in your mind to uh, Kevin Smith's Clerks? It doesn't have anyone going singing Berserker. Is is Clerks in, criter- in Criterion? It is not. Yet? Well, Chasing Amy is. Chasing Amy is, okay. Because I could... I was going to say, I'll, I'll reserve my judgment on Clerks to when we get there. I, I do think Clerks is more of um, a coherent movie in the sense that, like, even though it's very similar, like, I do think that there's there's a straighter through line on that one where there's a story, there's characters, they're pretty clear, and they're actually kind of, those, those things are actually kind of going together Yeah, in a sense. I know you're a huge Kevin Smith guy, so I was trying to be delicate. Thank you. Uh, so, I don't know, would you agree with uh, Chris Morris's uh, claim here that with this Criterion Collection edition, this film can finally be seen as the overlooked landmark that it is? Possibly the only dramatic film to capture the pulse of L.A. punk. Not as it played, but as it felt. I, at no point in this movie did i ever feel punk no yeah i agree like it, it, this this seemed like a alt country kind yeah. of like bitches like, uh, fine there, there, there's like punk rock yeah well yeah so yeah what came to my mind was a uh, so canadian filmmaker bruce mcdonald uh oh, yeah. he has a movie that reminds me of this in, in a way that i went highway 61 uh yeah. which is also black yeah. and white uh, as a choice, but that's like a choice aesthetically, and it's about it's a musical journey, um, and the movie's pretty good. Uh, I think a, a lot more interesting than this. It's been a while since I've seen it. it came out four years later, uh, mm-hmm. but there's like nothing about Porter Radio that like made me go ah. Finally, the Criterion of <laughs> this came out. Finally, the definitive. Like, th- this could have come up on anything. This could have been a. Um, an MGM art house cinema DVD and just kind of languishes like on in like a weird Kino, like <laughs> it'd be considered like in the foreign film section, even though it's American mm-hmm. art house and just be like, Oh yeah, there it is. There's border radio. It's about, and they, it would be sold on the fact, Oh man, it's got like guys from like the LA punk scene. I'm like, I know what? I'll just read a fucking like Jaime Hernandez, like love and rockets comic. That's, yeah. that's, that's good stuff. Um, this or you is can watch Sid and Nancy. Sid and Nancy. Well, that's a, I know that's not L.A. A, diff- but... a different country altogether. Yeah, but, but it's still punk, right? P- punk music, which I know that you're a fan of. Oh, yeah. If there's anything I think is totally... Like Blink-182, classic. 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 Yeah. So anyway, yeah, Border Radio, uh, this is a, a big old do not recommend. Uh, but you don't need okay. to hear that from me because no one's going to watch this movie. So... Pretty strong language. So, so, sure. Someone on YouTube is like a big fan and be like really excited that someone has finally reviewed Border Radio on YouTube and they're going to hear us go off on it and be mad and say what a waste of time this was. Or this was excruciating or painful or whatever. But I know. that's fine. I'm sorry. Um, I don't like it. So RJ, yeah. what, uh, do yeah. you, what do you think about Border Radio? How much time do we have? Because I don't know if I'm going to be able to six, fit it all you have, in you have tonight. Six, you have six minutes. Six minutes? Okay. 
Uh, man, uh, I'll really be cutting it short. So we've, we encounter movies like this once in a while. Uh, and they're not movies that like I actively dislike, you know, like, sure. like Silvo Contu Parija. I actively disliked <laughs> yeah. that movie, yeah, that, that movie which really I know is a surprise to everyone, but I really disliked that. Um, or, you know, like, I don't know, movies that I just, I'm like, no, I'm not here for this. Um, but I was watching this and I don't know, at first five minutes, I was like, all right. And then about 10 or 15 minutes in, I was kind of just like, I had that thing and th- we, we get this once in a while, but I was kind of like, what are we doing? Like you and me, I mean, like, what are we doing here? This what, like in what's, this podcast, what, what's brought us here? Uh, we what have brought we, us. We to have watched. We have just watched so much nothingness. I like know. the the bottom half of my because we're what sixty one films logged. Uh, yeah. In in the in the in three hundred and one up, and we're on three sixty two. Mm-hmm. So like, there's a box set that throws off our count, but there has yeah. just been like a lot of shit. Where I'm like, I, d- I don't care about any of it. Sweetie. Uh, sweetie, yeah. Sobocon 2 Parija. Uh, Claire's Knee. How about that one? Uh, I would even put Clean Shaven in this, though. Yeah. Um, yep. Or uh, Viridiana. Remember that like that weak-ass Louis Benwell film? Yeah. Tales of Hoffman. Oh, yeah. What about uh, Anus Amore? <laughs> Hey, that's a, that one's that's like a great movie in comparison to some of this stuff. Yeah, uh, at least like I don't know, it left an impression. Yeah, yeah. What about uh, Lacombe Lucien? Uh that move. Which it's a movie. Which one was Lacombe? Like the the oh the yeah, the also about supporter. yeah about 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 guys turning to becoming Nazis. That's a new idea. That that movie's like good in comparison to a lot of things. Yeah. What, 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 um. But yeah, it's, it feels like it's been a a chore uh, a lot of the time, for yep. a long time, and it's yep. like, huh, Eric Romer. <laughs> yeah, see the Romer picks. I know, I know you weren't as uh, as cold on Romer as I was, but no. like, I don't know, I don't know what I prefer: Romer movies or Border Radio. <laughs> for me, they're 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 they're, they're all they're all in the car together. What, what right? about Boudou Saved from Drowning? <laughs> Badoo? Badoo. Uh, but Badoo's <laughs> a Canterbury tale. Ugh, yeah. I, I mean, I don't S- know, man. Seduced and abandoned. Well, that one... That was a whole other one, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, like, with a lot of these movies... I don't know. But So when I was watching Border Radio, I was kind of like... It, it did kind of just come to me where I was just like, why? Like... It was like, why, why is this here even? Like, I know we talk about, about all the time, like how a lot of the most of a good chunk of these Criterion movies, it's like, they're not good. But this was one of the first ones in a while where I was like, I don't even understand why this is included in here. Um, this like, feels like a, this is a special feature for like a yeah. filmmaker's like really great movie. And they're like, for the first time ever, Border Radio will also be included. Like, you're like, oh, cool. Yeah. Like, if you're like a big Alison Anders fan or something like that. Sure. And you have both of them on there. Because otherwise it's like, oh, does this need its own release? I mean, it's got features and like two commentary tracks and a making of documentary and a music video. And you're like, okay, they, they, they loaded this up 
for someone who really, really loves border radio. But, but like, who who is that person? Like, who is, who is the person watching two separate commentary tracks about this? Other than, like, maybe the five, six people that were actually involved in this. Like, like the guy who was the actor and then, like, didn't do anything else. Like, he's probably got a copy of Border Raider Radio Criterion. Yeah. And he talks about it at his job at, like, the post office or something. You know, he's like, I was in a movie once. <laughs> got uh and they're like oh yeah where where can we find it is on streaming he says uh you can buy the criterion collection and they say what's that and he says uh it's uh it's a prestige brand of cinema the, and the people at the post office go okay there, there was a guy um that taught drama at the university he always talked about that time terrence malick came through town mm-hmm. and when richard donner was shooting scenes of superman and barons what about it I don't know. Just talk. Like just that they you were talk there. about. Yeah, I was there. I know but this he, one guy. He was, he was on like the set of yeah. Days of Heaven. Yeah, he was near Badlands. Uh, no, not Badlands. Days, Days of, heaven. of Heaven. Yeah, yeah. And and Barons, Smallville. What? Like he was actually there? Or... Yeah, he was actually there. I mean, I know another guy who also worked at the university until recently. Uh, he, he was uh, an extra for uh, Barry Lyndon. Oh no. And it was, you know, and, I, just, and just noted how like he was like a waiter and he'd like come out holding a tray, a tray. And, and a scene with a bunch of servants, yeah. and it was like very much like you have to like go through the whole process of holding a tray and walking forward yeah. in the right in the right way, authentically. Mm-hmm. Authentic. I heard there's like there's a local guy like smoking hot, and he's gonna be an extra in like an HBO show Whoa. coming out next year or something. There was like a trailer for it or something recently. Like, did he get a callback? I I I believe he might he may have I believe he may have I I I don't know I just heard people were talking about one like how incredible his performance was and two just his his general like smoking hot that guy uh anyways yeah I don't know I was watching this and there's nothing like it's like I said it's not a movie that I hate like a lot of the other movies we've been watching right but uh I was like (laughs) I was like who fucking cares like it's very clearly like it's a student film, but it's not something that stands out to me where it's like, like, so you brought up following earlier, like the Chris Nolan one. And like, we won't have to talk about that for like three or four years, but for something like that, it's like, yeah, it's, it's also a pretty rough going movie, but I do think there are seeds there. And like, I think that's, it's like what you said earlier. It's like, that could have been something that was just like packaged together with other Chris Nolan movies, but like, they'll never get the rights to Chris Nolan movies. Cause that's Warner brothers. Um, so they're like, well, we can we can afford following. Let's put that out because we'll say, hey, look, here's this guy who became like, hey, they put out the... they put out Citizen Kane. They did, yeah. Like, they got access yeah. to the to WB once in a who, while. Who, who knows now that it's owned by uh, Discovery? But yeah, and like that's well, yeah, once in a while. But it's kind of like, well, here's a guy who became one of the biggest directors in the world. So here's his first film. That's neat. And people will go, yeah, that's neat. And then rubes like me will buy following on Blu-ray. And I'll go, that's neat. And then I'll watch it and I'll go. I, I see. Yeah. But like for this one, I was kind of like, I don't really get it. Like, uh, was this, were these people just friends with someone who worked at Criterion who kind of like nudged it along or something? Like there's all this talk about how these people were this or that. And I was like, I don't get it. I was like, I don't see it, you guys. <laughs> I also think, though, there is an element that it's not going to become clear to us for a while longer 
but I think people's tastes have changed dramatically in a in a fair in like the last 15 20 years in terms of whereas cinema? i think yeah and the way we watch movies um they, it can last because this would come up 15 years ago and i think in 2007 people might have been like yeah like no we get, like, it's really worth paying attention to this independent stuff and i watched way more of this and had far more tolerance for it but now mm-hmm. i go back and watch some of this and it's just like oh like i don't want to see this <laughs> like I, I, I don't want to watch a lot of movies like at all mm-hmm. but uh some of this, I mean, I'm I'm gonna be watching uh, horror movies for like the next month, uh, and and I'll be loving it hopefully. But I mean, a lot of the shit I'm gonna watch is gonna be terrible, and I'll be like, what am I yeah. doing here? But at least I'll be enjoying it because I'll be choosing. I get to choose the you movies I choose. watch, whereas uh, Criterion, John has chosen for us. Mm-hmm. Someone asked me the other week, or like someone at work was like, uh, they're like, is this thing in there? I was like, yeah. I was like, but it's way down the line. And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, oh, we won't talk about that for like six years. And they're like, you have six years mapped out? And I was like, no, it's, it's like, it's like a, they're all numbered, right? And they're like, oh, they're like, don't some of those movies suck though? And I was like, yeah, a good <laughs> chunk of them. See, they, they figured it out before we did. Yeah. And see, this is a person who like, is like familiar with the movie. Like he'll, he'll recognize some of the movies I talk about, but like this guy doesn't own any criterions and like, nor should he like, mm-hmm. I should get rid of all of mine, to be honest, but uh, um, just throw them in the I, fucking I, I think as noted the other week uh, on the Discord. Um, yeah. I can't it, even give it, them away. It pointed out that you can't give them away, but also that we have probably sold more air fryers and uh, people buying uh, devices to, to, to shave their pubes than we have yeah. ever sold a Criterion film for the Criterion. And I can't believe the Criterion Collection hasn't reached out to us after all this time. We're such great salespeople. We we literally have tried to give away Criterions for free. I tried to give away Kegamusha to two people. I mailed it, got returned to sender twice. Uh, I did I did that thing for Monterey Pop. Nobody even fucking entered it. Yeah, wow. So no no. I, and I know, I know what you're thinking. You're like, well, you you tried with Monterey Pop, and I was like, yeah, but somebody's gonna want that. It turns out when I, you when you give away the uh, free out of print movie, that's the one that people that's scoop the one that up they want real quick, and yeah. then and don't even don't even post about it on Instagram. He said he would. Liar. Okay, well, what what can I give away next? Uh, Bane. Oh, Jared. Yeah, if we're giving away Bane, that's the sweepstakes. The creeps, so, this creep stakes. Someone's gonna need to like scale the Eiffel Tower and then put up a creeps flag or something. Some something like something dramatic but non-threatening. You know what I mean? Like there's got to be a grand display and a, and a vague threat. Well, no non-threat. Like nothing violent. Nothing. Nothing that we could go to jail for yeah. or anything. Okay, this is a legal disclaimer. I'm not in, endorsing jail time. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but anyways, yeah, Border Radio is just nothing. <clears throat> okay, so there's my one note that I forgot to mention because I just went off script completely. Uh, yeah. For Border Radio is the kind of moody, uh, the kind of movie where a moody guitar plays over a car driving around in circles in a cul-de-sac for ninety-four minutes. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's a description. Yeah, just around, and you go, wow. It's just like it's like circling a drain, man. It's just like no direction. I also didn't like how that guy was handling that cat in this movie. Mm. 
but yeah, circle and a drain. Uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. Like, order radio, eh? It's a movie in the Criterion Collection. You're damn right, Pippi. Maybe they should be more selective. Maybe instead of four movies a month, they should put out four movies a year. Oh shit! Can you and, imagine? And and it's like it's like yeah, we really fucking decided on these bad boys. You Just, know what I mean? I I I pray, RJ. I pray to the the movie gods that mm-hmm. uh, Criterion will just abandon the spine number. Oh. oh, yeah. I mean, but the number they're at now—that's already way past what we'll I ever know. achieve. But that would that's be like that, sixteen years from now. But I mean, they won't now. They can't stop now because they can't stop until what, they're what, dead. What is it in eight of though? How many people? Okay, that's a question for maybe for the the. The Twitter or the Discord of how many people in the world still are collecting all the Criterions in order? All? Yeah. And have Probably everyone. like Jason Schwartzman and like that's it. <laughs> Jason Schwartzman, Max Fisher. I don't. I, 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 don't, I thought like, that guy gives a. I don't think he gives a shit. Wes, well, An- yeah, you think of like Wes Anderson maybe? Yeah, like no I mean, Schwartzman he, he just does gets, like and, a radio and, show, and they don't even buy them. They get they, they just get sent them. They get because they're they're like real celebrities, and they go, "Oh man, yeah, I, I got my copy of Wages of Fear. Uh, yeah, uh, I got I got brought in uh, to look at a, a new proof of the print. It looks phenomenal. Mark Marin, phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal. Who do you, out of like world celebrities, and I just mean people's names that are recognizable. Who do you think is the one person? That is probably collecting every one of these. A uh, celebrity, Martin uh, Scorsese. <laughs> Scorsese? Yeah. I don't. I don't even he is because uh, he only wants like a, he's he's like a old he just wants nerd. his collections. You know, like yeah. the ones that they're. It's like Again, Scorsese. He, I, I suspect he doesn't pay for them. No, 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 no. no. Even Quentin Tarantino, I don't think. Wasn't he on a thing recently where he said he's like. The only movie my kid's ever seen is like Despicable Me 2 or something. It's like, my kid doesn't watch movies, and you're like, okay. <laughs> Weird flex. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, Despicable Me, that's a very popular franchise. Yep. Do you know about Minions, Jerry? Do you know about who hates this film? I mean, how... they, I, I don't know anyone some of these who hates s- or love. Str- strong words for this film by some. Okay. Uh, for instance, Cha Finks. Okay. Half a star. Thanks for trolling us, Criterion. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad take. They just gave Man Who Fell to Earth one and a half stars, though. I think that that is maybe a bad take. Half a star to Cries and Whispers? That's also maybe a bad take. I know you're not a huge Cries and Whispers, but it's a potentially bad take here. Half a star to Joker, Jarrett? Oh. Joker. Joker, half a star to Shawshank Redemption and Alien. Frank Darabont's Shawshank Redemption. Frank, the number seven director of the nineties, gave it a half a star. Not even Brian Singer, the man. Not who, even the man Brian who brought Singer. his usual suspects. The man who has disappeared from the planet. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. In the I last can, four years. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> I don't know. What, I don't know. what happened? I don't know what happened to him. I don't know. X Two is an incredible movie, though. Eh, hasn't aged well. Sadly. Uh, if I don't watch it again, 
you're good. Then it'll always yeah. be incredible uh, to you, me. Yeah, you'll have X2 and I'll have Unbreakable. You have Unbreakable. Yeah, we, we both <laughs> fell on the sword for each other don't, on that. Don't need to rewatch it. It's perfect, don't, perfect movie. Don't ever watch it. Don't ever rewatch either of those two, I, I guess. The, the blue movies. The blue. Actually, I think I have the Blu-rays. I think I have them right beside each other because the covers look so similar. It's just yep. right there. Right there. Yeah. Yes, that was Chiffings. Okay, so we got uh, Joel Knox. Oh, Half sure. a star. Just awful piece of sludge. <laughs> Horrendous not performances, ugly photography, and a deadly pace. And that's the other thing. This movie's like not even an hour and a half. No, it's like 85 minutes or yeah. something. And it just still is like not that interesting. No, no, it's not. Did he say sludge? Sludge. I like when people say words not, like not, that. Not slog, a sludge. sludge. <laughs> Makes Slug you think of, uh, I don't know, 90s cartoons. Like yeah. Sludge man. Sludge man. And then he's paired with like a cat and he's like, no more cheeseburgers today, sludge man. Oh, no. <laughs> See, that screenplay writes itself. <laughs> Uh, Joel Knox's favorite films are A Letter to Three Wives, A Night to Remember, Early Day Creepin', All the President's Men, and Women's World. Hmm. Women's World, Jared. But he ha- he half a starred Ernest Goes to Camp. And I don't think any Ernest movie is a half a star. No. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, this guy half a starred Eraserhead. Whoa. So, uh. Shit. Strong opinions. That he doesn't like black and white movies. Well, they have to start Howard the Duck, too. That's in oh, color, right? It is. Last I checked. So, strange. Strange. And then finally, from Auteur, who I feel like we've heard from before. Yeah. One and a half stars. So amateurish and boring. It dares you to even pay attention to its simplistic story. If you're ever interested in the early days of the director of Poison Ivy, the new seduction, some guy Ooh. who doesn't even have a Wikipedia link, and a director who hasn't been relevant in almost two decades, this is the film for you. <laughs> I mean, isn't that the definition of auteur? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like what they were describing, it's like so amateur it's like is that not auteur filmmaking it's about vision or it's about the vision vision, the ability to fulfill your vision we definitely have seen this person before because they uh their screen or their avatar picture is dougie from uh twin peaks return so that's always good favorite films breaking the waves blue velvet the cook the thief the wife and the lover and citizen kane i think this person was on recently yes yeah for sure but Dougie is well, cool. How about people who love this movie? Let's take a look. Yeah, this movie's got Yikes. one point one point four. Uh, it says fourteen hundred people who've logged this movie on Letterbox. Not Yikes. that high. So let's go reviews. Let's go highest first. Aaron Royball. Sure. At one point, the haul from a burglary that consists of one thousand dollars and some quaaludes is described as pathetic. Little did they know that over three decades later, the Quailudes alone would be enough to make it qualify as the heist of the century. Sure. Um, sure, sure. Need uh, a break core version of this. I don't know what that means. Me neither. But Aaron Rubel, uh, here's their bio. I am to letterboxed what Paul Schrader is to Facebook. All my ratings are based on vibes. Okay, 
good enough. How about new metal, five stars yeah. with like a cowboy looking little uh, avatar? I see that. I see that. A movie about eighties LA rockers that has an interesting plot and funny writing. Yay! Uh, new metal. The scene in Simple Men when they dance to Sonic Youth. That's all they have to mm. say. This person has no star ratings under three stars. Mm-hmm. And the last review they had was January 1st, 2021. So this person might be dead. <laughs> I don't want to jump to conclusions, Matt. But, but, but you will. But yeah, I will. Yeah. That's the second time I've heard someone make a jump to conclusions, Matt, reference in the last 24 hours. It's, it's like, an you know, idea, and you know what, you know, what's fitting? Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't referenced to, uh, my saying that I was surprised that the letterbox guys haven't been bought by Amazon Oh uh, yeah, and then they yep. make like a pretty penny. Um, mm-hmm. and then they take their money and they're like, now we got enough to live off for the next 10 years. And now we may come up with our next big idea. Yep, next big idea. It's like the jump to the conclusions, Matt. I well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I I'm I'm with you though because I think as soon as from the time Letterbox started, you're just like just wait until Amazon buys it so that they can use it for their algorithm and mm-hmm. and whatever. But yeah, I know, I know, Jared. Yeah. Well, there you go, folks. That's it. That's Border Radio. Is it? No. that's This is a podcast. Talk, oh. Talking about movies. Called Border Radio. For a movie called Border Radio, there's not that much music in the movie. No. There's hardly any radio at all, either. Yeah, they, really, they really fucked up, huh? That's silly. Nonsense. Silly, silly stuff. Any final thoughts? Um... It's a movie that exists, and I kind of wish it didn't. Mm-hmm. Just because it's, I got a better thing to do in eighty minutes. I could have sat around and picked my butt, you know. After the break, we tune out. Mm. It says radio in the title. In tuning, like tuning in, tuning out. Is that how you mean? say that i um i can't say that i've had it is that the one where it's chocolate vanilla and strawberry together oh that's neapolitan which is now comes in oreo form i've been informed (laughs) we i have also been for a mere dollar and 12 cents per cookie 
YouTube per cookie. Yeah, it was like was twelve ninety nine for like twelve cookies. I'm not sure what exactly I, what the math is on that. But, I think it was pesos. Oh, maybe. Jared, breaking can, can, news. Can, can, Canadian pesos. What? What? RJ? What's the scoop? Coolio dies at fifty nine. What? Our icon, Coolio. Our the, icon. The man from Dangerous Minds. Of Amish Paradise. Amish Paradise Coolio has debt has died. Oh man. May God have mercy on all of our souls. Shit. I just needed to bring that to your attention because we usually miss the scoops that are after the podcast, but that Damn. is a live scoop. Coolio Damn. Damn. has died. By the time someone's listened to this episode, they'll all have known about it forever. I mean you never know. There's that one guy who doesn't have social medias. Who is only listening to us? This is it. We are, we are his, his entire font of you know information. He said font. That's a word that's used in that way, right? We have a Discord. Jarrett's on there. He's always talking to people. He says, "Hey, what are you doing over there? What are you doing over here?" He says, "My name's Jarrett. I'll send you the address of my home, and you can come over and see me." That's right. Jarrett posted his actual address on the Discord. Yep. And you can see it too. <laughs> if you join our Patreon, and you'll get that link to the Discord, right, Jared? Absolutely. They said to just give us money. Mon- How money, much mo- money? Money talks. Bullshit walks. So when someone, say someone joins for a month to join the Discord, uh, Discord and then they exit out of the Patreon, do we, bu- do we kick them out of the Discord? Uh, we'll see. Better be fucking funny, is all I'm saying. Funny? Don't be a fucking lame. Be fucking funny. Make What's me funny? laugh like a clown. Like our, what? It, when Amuse when you me. say when you say funny, do you mean like Fraser memes? I see. I see. I like that. <laughs> um, what else we got, RJ? I don't know. There's a YouTube. There's yeah. a Tumblr. There's uh, the YouTube might be taken off one day. We don't know. Uh, I don't know. We're on we podcast um, podcast stuff. Patreon's a big deal. Patreon's apparently one of them. Yeah, um, something like that. What are we watching next week, RJ? Uh, we are watching the 1997 classic starring John Leguizamo, uh, The Pest. Oh, weird. Yeah, and uh, we have uh special guest joining us next week mr seth rollins from Freak, uh, freaking rollins freaking rollins is joining us for uh, our live commentary viewing of the pest yep we're going to jared's house we're getting snacks <laughs> well that we're doing then, it live. then you show up and it was all a trick and instead you'll be watching ron brisson's mouchette from 1967 brisson a brisson. Oh, what a way brisson. to kick off creeped over. <laughs> I go watch mine on on tonight, and I'll come back a weekend, not remember it at all, just so I don't have to burn it in Creeptober. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll come back to you like a half remembered dream. So is that the one with the guitar and the hot dog dunked in the blizzard? That's yeah, like a girl in a barn what kind of barn 
Like a barn loaf? A lot of hay. It's like a barn hay. As opposed to loaves? loaf hay. Yeah, he's Jared Duncan. He's barn loaf. You can find us on social letterboxed. media. You know, letterboxed? No, I'm not a Patreon on Our that RJ's site, so, so tired, and we're like going to be wrapped up here so fast. Any second. Yeah. Right it's now. Like condi- conditioning. Now. Now. Good night. Bye, Bane. <laughs>